0: yeah going on, everybody? Welcome to the WTH breakout uh, episode number 14. I am your host, Tommy. I'm running solo today. Wilson is a busy dude. He uh, um, got called in to work last minute um, yesterday, so we weren't able to record yesterday, and he has no internet right now. Apparently, it's down in the caves. So, um, you'll be getting me today. Um, we did have an awesome show planned for today, but we're going to save that for next week. And so what I'm going to be talking about today is some uh, cool experiences. I don't, I don't want to say cool, but more or less uh, funny, crazy stories that I've been dealing with the past uh, month or so since uh, I've seen a lot of weird people out in the stores. Um, there is no beers and cheers today, so I'll get that out the way right there, but, um, and then I believe we could just get the show on the road. Today is going to be slightly shorter than normal. Um, just because I'm kind of pulling this together last minute here. That way I get some content out to you guys, but we do have some, uh, kind of, I get, it's cool to us news. Um, Wilson got a, a new laptop and a new microphone. So hopefully our, our zoom calls are going to start sounding better. Um, you know, when he starts to record remotely with me and our goal is to hopefully have it sound um, like we're in the studio together. Um, but that's more, um, just trial and error and running tests and stuff. So that, that should be, um, with all the new equipment, um, we'll be on the next episode, hopefully. So with that being said, uh, yeah. So as obviously we all know, uh, we're all quarantined and everything, but we're not going to talk about the virus today. We're going to talk about the yahoos um, who are out shopping all the time. Um, me being uh, a quote-unquote essential worker, or as some people call us, the suicide squad, um, I've seen the, the worst and best of people um, throughout this past, uh, how long has it been, a month or so? And this whole thing hasn't really affected me a whole lot, um, except for I'm just exhausted. I've, I've never worked this much in my life. It's tiring. Um, when I come home, I'm, I'm a little stressed out because I'm constantly thinking about work and what the next week is going to entail. Um, but I have a few fun little stories I could share with you. Um, but before we get to that, I just want to, you know check in on you guys see how you guys are doing what you guys have been doing uh to pass the time um i finally finished uh tiger king um that was a whirlwind of a uh, crazy um documentary um i kind of already knew everything about it because i listened to the podcast but there was a lot of things on the podcast that they didn't talk about in the documentary um until the final episode um which was like their bonus episode. But we'll talk about that at a later date. My wife and I, I think I said on the last episode, we finished the new season of Ozark, which was amazing. Um, just the acting in it is incredible. Um, and we started a movie or a series last night on HBO called The Outsider. We're kind of on a, uh, a Jason Bateman kick right now. Um, the Outsider is basically, um, just to sum it up, uh, it's a Stephen King uh, book, but... Um, Jason Bateman plays this guy named Terry Maitland and um, the very beginning of the, um, of the show hit the, a boy uh, is murdered and all evidence points back to Jason Bateman. Well, um, he's like saying it wasn't me. I didn't do it. Well, there's actual footage of him um, like 70 miles away and so they're like, well, how come there could be uh, footage of you 70 miles away during the time of the murder, but we also have footage of you here in the town where it happened at the same time. You can't be in two places at one time. So um I think it's going to take a little bit more of a supernatural shapeshifter type edge to it. I, I haven't uh read the book. I actually have the book on Audible, but I uh I just uh that's the that's the kind of direction I'm kind of going with it cuz Stephen King writes some kind of weird out there things, but so far it's pretty good. Um, we're trying to just binge as much stuff as we can, uh, during this, during some time. And uh, and honestly, when I come home on the weekends, I, I kind of sucks for me cause I don't want to go anywhere because I'm been everywhere, but the family wants to go out. So I kind of, it's very, very tough to kind of, um, toggle that. Cause you know, I, I can't see the, uh, what they're feeling I, I don't know what they're feeling at that moment so it's kind of like they're all cooped up and I'm not but um I also took this opportunity to uh learn how to sew yeah I uh watched a couple YouTube videos on um how to make those the masks uh, because I don't think this thing's going away anytime soon and all my stores now are requiring me to wear a mask which I think is good. I think we should have been wearing them from the beginning, but they're also requiring us now to get our temperature taken, um, before we, um, go into the store. So today it was kind of awkward when I got there, I pulled my pants down and they're like, what are you doing? I'm going to get my temperature taken. They're on. Oh, no, we don't do it like that. We point the little laser at your head and that's it. I'm like, oh, my bad. But, um, but yeah, so it's, it, it's, I got like, I think I made like seven masks, and they're they're decent i'm not a pro yet um i just don't like relying on other people to make masks and i figured hey if i could have some extras here around the house because the elastic on them and stuff they don't last forever they're uh not meant to and i wear it all day long i'm taking it off and on all day long so they wear out pretty quick so you know what is that old saying you uh, give a guy a fish he eats for a day teach teach him how to fish and he you know, eats for life. So kind of like if I learn how to make it, I don't need to rely on other people. So I kind of taught myself that, which is kind of cool. Um, and I've also, uh, took that same opportunity to teach my daughter how to cook. So the other night, her and I, we made, we made dinner. And then, uh, I believe yesterday I taught her how to make breakfast. So just using all these different little opportunities to, um, learn some life skills, which I think is good. And not just watch TV and, you know, just waste your life away. But anyways, um, so yeah, um, when, when I'm out and about in these stores, it, it's it's crazy. Like, I see all walks of life. And the number one thing that annoys me most is when I'll see, like, a mom or, or whoever. I mean, let's go back to the beginning of this whole thing. Originally, it was, uh, you, know, you know, shelter in place. People need to just stay home and then just send whoever out into the stores. Uh, one person from the family is fine so that was during the time when all the uh, toilet paper was getting hoarded i mean i'm talking people were fighting over it It was literally like black friday and super bowl were mixed into one holiday on one side of the store And when i say one side of the store i'm i'm thinking of stores like walmart where you have electronics clothing and all that but everybody is not over there they're all in the food area so they're like b- bumping into me. People are um, like frustrated that I'm there. And so my first uh, encounter was uh, I w- there was there's this lady. I-, I can't remember if I said it on the show. I- I've told this story many times. But uh, I had like a pizza in my hand. And I had an end cap that had a bunch of pizzas in it too. And she asked me, she goes, hey, is that pepperoni? I go, no, it's uh, meat trio. And she goes, oh, well, we'll take that one. I'm like, all right, cool. And so I gave that to her went about my way and I kind of heard their conversation down the uh at the other end of the aisle um well before she left I said hey there might be pepperoni in that end cap I don't know I haven't gone down there yet um but I could tell they were kind of the hoarders because they had a shopping cart full of uh toilet paper hand sanitizer you name it Clorox wipes Lysol everything and I I'm working my way back down that side of the aisle And she goes, um, I hear her friend or whoever it was with her say, oh, I found pepperoni. We don't need this. And so she put the meat trio pizza on the bottom of her cart. And so she went to pull the meat, the the pizza out. And I go, oh, I'll just take that. I'll go put it back because 99% of the time the customers will just put the pizza back wherever. Some of them will leave it on. I see them leave it on the ground. They don't put it back in the freezer. And what people need to understand is that hurts my paycheck. Because when I credit that out, it goes against my paycheck, my commission that I made, so it does affect me. So I go, "Oh, I'll, I'll take it." And so she's a good fifteen feet away from me, so I go to like walk towards her, and she just takes, it, she goes, "Thanks," and she throws it at me, and so I'm just like, "Wow, okay, um, rude." And so I just kind of bit my tongue and kind of just, you know, went went my own way. That was my first. Um, encounter um with with a fellow um you know american i guess i would say people aren't very um american these days they're all out for their own and they don't care who they're talking to um and then let's see there's a you know parents um especially now um if you have kids and i said this before if you have kids leave them at home this is not your time to take your kids to the store. You guys go for walks. Don't take them to the store for a couple of reasons. One, if any of you have been in a store lately, you might have noticed an increase of workers in the store because they a lot of these stores have up their hiring and all these people are stocking shelves. They're trying to work. They don't have time or patience to be dealing with your kids and dodging them and just, you know, trying to tell them to get out of the way i had a i was at a safeway one day and i was having a pretty bad day already and i get to the store and they just enacted a new policy where you have to wait outside and so i'm exempt from that because i'm not there to shop i'm there to work so i'm already getting stopped outside by the by the stores and they're wondering you know who I, who i am and i'm like i'm a vendor i'm supposed to be here Here's my badge. Here's everything. And they go, well, we have a 30 person in the store policy. I go, I know I'm working here. And then they go, well, we have these rules set. And then they go, due to social distancing. And they start going through this whole spiel. And I'm telling them, look, I get it. I'm a worker. I'm not shopping. And they're arguing arguing with me. And the thing is with them is they don't know who I am because they're all new employees. They've just been hired for this position. So I, I, finally get in and I'm already, I already wasted enough of my time arguing that point. So I'm inside the store working and I kid you not, I have a, um, a boy, eh, maybe 11, 12 years old, almost run me over writing a hoverboard. And if you don't know what a hoverboard is, it's not the things from back to the future Two. It's the little, um, step thing that you step on it has one wheel on one side and one wheel on the other and he's just riding around the store like nothing and I almost lose it I'm like where's your mom like I'm about ready to parent shame right here in the middle of the store but I didn't bit my lip like I don't know one you know whose fault is it okay is it the kid's fault I mean if I was a kid his age and my parents said yeah you could bring a hoverboard to the store I wouldn't know any better I'd probably bring it But it's the parent's job is to like, if you're going to take it, if, if you're like a single mom and you have no other choice to take your kid, you make sure your kid is under wraps. That that kid is next to you and he's not touching anything or running into people because that's not okay. Those are the people that are um, causing this thing to drag out, if you will. So, like I said, I, I bit my tongue on that. And I was like, all right, whatever. I'm, I'm, I'm over it. You know, I called my wife and I complained. And, you know, I, I was eventually calmed down. Um, but I also want to know is when, like, when, uh, at what time of the day do you get out of your pajamas? Because a lot of these people are going shopping in their pajamas. And I, for one, like, if I'm staying at home all day, I'll, I'll wear, like, my, uh, you know, like, my board shorts or my um, workout shorts that I, that I wear. I'll, I'll wear those all day. But if I'm going somewhere... I'll put on some normal clothes. These people are out wearing like their nightgowns all the time. I'm like, I don't know. It's, it it reminds me back when I was in Oroville all the time. And that's, that that's like the uniform of Oroville is your, your pajamas all day long and your meth pipe in your bag, you know, it was kind of what it seemed like. Um, another thing is I see a lot of people who will have, um, you know, like uh, you say mom and dad will have rubber gloves on they'll have a mask on all good right except for their kid their kid won't have anything i'm like okay Uh, do you not care if your kid gets sick um because i don't know about you but as a parent uh if i only had one mask my kid would be wearing it um i would i would make something for myself i would you know, at least pull my shirt over my face because it is like a policy now in a lot of stores where you have to have a mask in order to go in. But these parents are, um, they're afraid to touch things yet. They're letting their kids go around and touch everything. And with that being said, I see some people who have the mask, like just draped underneath their chin. It's just hanging there. I'm like, wow, I'm glad you're wearing that mask. because It's literally doing nothing right now. And then I saw another guy who's sitting there pushing his cart bare hands um mask he, he, he's wearing his mask but he's also eating at the same time by pushing his cart and then he has like his food or whatever set up in the little upper part of the cart where the uh um, kids you sit and he's just grabbing the food there and then putting it in his mouth bare hands i'm like dude i don't even know why you're even you know worried about a mask like you you might as well just lick the cart at that point and it's just, some of these things baffle me on, like, if you're that worried about it, why are you even out? These stores can ship to you. Or you could do curbside pickup, uh, which is what majority of the stores are hiring for right now are the people that are, uh, you just put in your order, you call them up right when you get there, and right when you get there, they come bring your, your groceries out to you. Uh, granted, it's like a I think there's like a waiting list now, like a couple of days, but still, if you're that paranoid, I was at Walmart and I think I might have the picture still on my phone. I had to take a picture of it. This lady was wearing, um, shopping bags on her feet, a trash bag as like a vest. And then she had her whole head done up like in it, like a, one of those shower caps and then a mask and then gloves. I'm like, Oh my gosh, like how like, I get it. Like, I'm not sitting here saying this this virus isn't anything to be, like, afraid of. But, man, if you're that paranoid, like, where you're literally, like, you look like a human condom, you need to just stay home because you look like an idiot. And if I still have that picture, which I think I do, I'll uh, post it to the uh, Facebook page. And one thing that you guys could do, and I hope to God none of our listeners are doing this, is if you are wearing disposable gloves... Please, for the love of God, if you're done using them, throw them away. Don't put them on the ground. I've seen so many disposable gloves, masks, just on the ground. And I guarantee you, those are the people that just don't give a crap about this whole thing. They're just like, oh, I'm just going to wear it out there. Someone else will pick it up. Or, hey, if I leave it on the ground, it'll create a job. You know, you guys need to be, we're better than this as people. Um, And I'm not sitting here saying like, Oh, the government is telling you to do this. You need to automatically kowtow to the government and just be like, "Oh, everything they say, I gotta, I gotta, yes sir, yes sir." No, you question them, do all that, but at the same time, be smart about it. Don't be a moron. If they say wear a mask, is it really hurting you to wear a mask? No. I get it that you're cooped up in your house all day and you're a little frustrated because you don't get to go out. You could argue that point, okay? But at the same time, if you if you are gonna go out, wear a mask don't be part of the problem. You can still, uh, social, socially distance yourself, which I would pay a lot of money if I never had to hear that phrase ever again. I'm so tired of the whole, um, social distancing because so many of my stores are like, um, you know, holding it like, a, treating it like it's like a, a, a sign of like valor or that they're, uh, virtue signaling. Like, <laughs> I'm social distancing from everybody. I'm cool. I'm like, well, you probably had no friends to begin with, so you are you were already accustomed to it. Um, can you tell that I'm a little bit bitter by what I've been dealing with? Just a little bit. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I have some other stories. I had another lady. This is the probably the biggest one that just really upset me. I was at a Walmart. Shocking, right? And I'm in an aisle. And this particular Walmart it's not a super center. So it, it, but it's not a, um, they're called D ones. They don't have produce, but they don't have a meat department or anything. It's not a neighborhood market. It's not a super center. It's kind of in between. And so I'm in the aisle and I, I had brought in a big load. It was like a, like a huge pallet and I'm bringing it down the aisle and I park it there. And one of the frozen managers, she was just like, Hey, awesome. Uh, you want me to help you with this load? I'm like, Oh great. that would be awesome. Cause once again, I'm the only product in the aisle cause everything else is just sold out. And so, uh, she's like, well, I'm going to, you know, whatever you don't fit on the shelf, just slide it down this way. I'll put it on an end cap. Perfect. Had a game plan. We're a game plan and we're golden. So I'm doing that. I'm pushing the stuff down there. I come back and I see this lady kind of like looking over the pallet. And I say, oh, I'm sorry, is my pallet in your way? I can move it. And then she kind of gives me this look, like, very irritating. She goes, yeah. I go, okay, well, which door am I blocking? That way I don't move the pallet to the door you're trying to, you know, get into. And she kind of just, like, you know, points to the door, which didn't really help me a whole lot because I was just like, well, there's doors right next to each other. You could just say, oh, this one right here in front of this. And I would have done it. And so I move it and she opens the door to grab something. Mind you, she is grabbing one of my pizzas. And so she kind of like stops and looks at me and she, this is the, the people's attitudes that we're dealing with right now. She goes, you know what? I don't, I don't get you guys. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, yes, here we go. I'm so excited for this. I'm like waiting for someone to just like call me out on something. Cause I'm ready to dish it right back. And So she goes, uh, why can't you guys stock all the food at night? Why do you guys do it during the day when we're all trying to shop? And I look at her and I go, well, I don't work here. I'm a vendor. I don't work for the store. When my load comes in here, I show up, I work it. And she goes, that's not what I asked. I go, then I told her, well, I'm sorry that by me doing my job is such an inconvenience for you. And she kind of like mumbled under her breath and everything. I go, you know that pizza that you just put in your shopping cart. I'm all, if it wasn't for me to be in here right now, you wouldn't have that pizza to put in your cart. And so she kind of just stared at me. I go, I really don't care right now. I'm all, if you're going to continue this, you could go down to the other store down the street. I really don't care. And she's just like, kind of gives me a look and she walked, she kind of like walks a little bit away and she goes, well, I take para transit here. And, and mind you, she was like mentally. Okay. Like, I don't know what her deal was. I mean i think there might have been something wrong with her but she was rude she's like i just don't have time because the bus waits for me i'm like okay you just wasted a whole lot of time by arguing with me i'm all i you could have just been like hey thank you and went went about your way but you sat here and argued with me about you know voiced your concern that i'm doing my job right now and so i that just really got me mad and There's a couple people at that store and, and it'll, when I go there tomorrow, it'll happen tomorrow. It happens every Tuesday when I go there where they say, uh, I'll get some person who's just rude and they automatically think I'm their personal shopper. She'll say something like, um, can you hand me that right there? If I'm at that door, sure. I'll hand it to you. Here you go. And she goes, oh, can you also hand me this around the corner? Like in another aisle? I'm like, I don't work here. She goes, yeah, but you're supposed to help me. I'm all, no, I am not. That is not my job to help you. And a couple of the customers, I just ignore them now, like flat out. If, they, if I, hear them say, Hey, can you help me with this? I don't even acknowledge them. Um, uh, because every time I have, they've either were rude to me or they never said thank you. And thank you goes a long way. Um, and with that being said, I'm going to, like I said, this is going to be a shorter episode. Uh, just a simple thank you is great. Especially when it comes to, uh, your police officers, um, firefighters, uh, your hospital workers, even your grocers. Uh, I had a lady come up to me the other day uh, this is towards the beginning of this whole uh, shelter in place thing and she said something I knew what she meant but it felt wrong. She uh, walked down the aisle and she goes thank you for your service to me and I started to laugh and I and she kind of gave me a look I go I know what you're saying' I'm all that phrase, should be reserved for other people. I'm just throwing frozen pizza. You could say thank you for working. That's fine. But thank you for your service is more along the line of military, uh, firefighters, police, those people, because they're the ones out there that are risking their lives. I'm not, I mean, some people say, Oh, you are with the virus. Yeah. But you know what? It's, it's, it's different. It is completely different. We're not the same. Um, um, we're definitely not the same entity at all i don't put myself on that spectrum at all and with that being said there's a certain grocery store i think this was in michigan i mean probably because michigan's like going crazy right now uh but the grocery store kroger their uh grocery like worker union is demanding that they have first responder um titles because they're out as essential workers right now working in the virus, get out of here. You're not a first responder. You're a grocery worker. You're an essential worker. Yes. But a first responder. No, you're not. And that's the attitude that I hate is when a lot of these people are like, Oh, I'm essential. So I'm better than everyone. No, you still have a job to do. You're just lucky to have a job. You're not a first responder, you know, so get that out of your head right now and if you want to be a first responder join an academy go do it you know nothing's holding you back go for it but throwing th- you know throwing uh you know food on a shelf and checking people out in line that does not qualify as a first responder regardless of if you're in the middle of a virus or not um so yeah that's uh that's kind of like my um gripe about the whole thing is i'm seeing a lot of it from um just different aspects of um you know customers and when i say customers um i'm not talking about the stores the stores for the most part have been pretty cool to me uh but it's like the consumers the people buying the stuff so the people like you um and i that go to the stores and buy they're the ones that have attitude problems that need to just check themselves um i even dealt with it a little bit the other day at, at walmart <laughs> walmart of course i was shopping and we didn't bring our bags in my wife and i and the lady goes how many bags do you have i go five and she bring up five bags i go whoa whoa whoa! you're charging for bags now i thought bags were not like they're free right now because you can't bring your bags in the store like in california they're not letting you bring in your reusable bags she goes oh no um you can't bring your bags in but um you, no, you can't bring your bags in we can't bag it for you so, if we bag it for you, you know, that's when uh, we're, we're going to charge. I'm like, well, I have no problem putting my groceries back in a cart and bagging at my car. Granted, it was only 50 cents, but still, that would have been good to know at the door. Kind of gave her a little bit of attitude, but then I kind of held back because she also said, you know, talking to us, because she was bringing up some produce, she didn't know the codes. She this is like my second week here. This is crazy. And I feel, I feel bad for all these people that are new and they're getting thrown into this gauntlet. Um, because, uh, retail and grocery retail, it's no joke. People are ruthless and people are mean. So if you work in any of those industries, keep your head up. Um, or if you're in any industry right now working, just keep your head up. Just it's, you're going to be okay. I, I definitely feel your pain. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I'm sure next time we talk, I'll probably have a lot more to talk about um, because the stories pile on um, every day. Um, And then I just write them down on my phone as they go. But um, yeah, like I said, Wilson will be back next week. We're going to be he'll still be remote. We'll both be recording remotely and hopefully uh, he'll have some good stuff to bring uh and then uh I want to thank Ryan from msrarms.com uh for sponsoring us. He's a he's a good dude. And uh if you if you have like I said and this is kind of tough cuz with uh everyone not working and all that if, if you if you are in a financial good spot and you want to spend some money on your hunting rifle and all that, you know, go to msrarms.com. And see what he has. He might have something in there that you want. Um, if, if he doesn't, uh, send him a little message on there, and he he'll might be able to track it down for you. Um, but yeah, I think that's all I have for today. Kind of keeping it a little short. Um, I have like a meeting I have to go to on Zoom here, like in an hour. It's just you know life is crazy right now. These are crazy times, and we're all gonna get through it. Uh, thanks for letting me vent. Um, and until then, laters on the Minjay. Joe,